Welcome to the Checkpoint Charlie podcast. I'm your host, Charlie James. Good to talk to you. Hey, don't forget, subscribe, download, link to all the good little things you do to podcast. I certainly sure would appreciate it. And don't forget to tune in each weekday, 3 to 7, on News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. For the Charlie James Show, I would appreciate that as well. It has been a crazy few days, hasn't it? Most recently, the arraignment of former President Donald Trump on federal charges in Washington, D.C. That makes him the first former president ever to be arraigned on federal charges. The first one ever. Unbelievably sad day for the United States of America because we all know what is actually going on. We know this is further weaponization of the Department of Justice of the intelligence community and of certainly and certainly of the, of the Biden administration to make sure that the number one political candidate on the Republican side does not win the presidency. That's what they want. Ultimately, they want to keep him out from behind the resolute desk. And I predict he is going to be found guilty. Now, will he go to jail? I don't know if they're brazen enough to do that, but who knows? My thought is they're going to offer him a plea deal, a plea deal that they will drop the charges, which all totaled could be over 500 years in prison. And in exchange for dropping the charges, he agrees never to hold public office. Now, I feel very strongly in that prediction. I think I'm going to be right. In fact, um, even Joy Behar brought that up. What about Sonny if he, make, he makes a deal with, with, with Smith? Without jail time? And without jail, he says, look, I'm going away. I'm moving to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be good? Just go away. We don't, I don't even care if he goes to jail. I don't have it in my heart to punish I the think guy. There are I just want him to go away and stop ruining my if, country. If he, if, I think there are That's certain prosecutors that would offer him a plea agreement without time if he would agree to never run for public office again and anywhere. He's and also, never, Steph, he's and go never away. Do that. I don't even want to see him in the inquiry. Hold on. I have a legal note. Let's not get ourselves in trouble. <laughs> Donald Trump has denied any wrongdoing related to the 2020 election. Yeah, that wasn't him on the phone. Okay, we'll be right back. I think that's what's going to happen because it really doesn't matter about his guilt or innocence. What really matters is that he does not become president again. I do think it was Joe Biden who said that in a press conference, that they would use everything at their disposal constitutionally to make sure that he never regains the office. We just have to demonstrate that he will not take power. Uh, by uh, if we uh, if he does run, uh, making sure he uh, under legitimate efforts of uh, our constitution does not become the next president again. When they tell you who they are, believe them the first time. Now, recently, there was another young man in court named Hunter Biden. He was in federal court on tax charges, and he also had a plea deal. Now, folks, this is where we have to start putting the pieces of the puzzle together. You know how when you get a puzzle and you lay it out on the kitchen table and you're looking at it and you're going, I know there's something here. I know there is a picture here somewhere, but I just can't see it yet. Is that a duck or is that a wagon wheel? I don't know. 
So then you start finding the edge pieces and they start coming together, but you still don't know what's going on. But as you go on and as you get deeper into it, pretty soon the picture starts to emerge. And finally, there it is, all laid out before you. So Hunter Biden goes to federal court with a plea deal. Well, the judge in this case, Mary Ellen Noriega, uh, she said there wasn't something quite right about the wording of this plea deal. I mean, here we are. This is a, uh, a, a charge of, of it was tax charges against Hunter Biden. So what was this clause about immunity? What was this clause about him not being prosecuted in perpetuity? That's exactly what it said. This plea deal that Hunter Biden was about to enter into would have given him immunity from prosecution for crimes that he has not currently been charged for. Even CNN couldn't believe this deal. Someone made a bad mistake here. Am I wrong looking at this saying that that these someone, whether it be Hunter Biden's defense or prosecutors here, how could how there be such apart? a big miscommunication? I cannot even begin to explain how the Justice Department walks into that courtroom without knowing exactly what the scope of immunity or coverage is for Hunter Biden. And equally, I cannot even begin to understand how Hunter Biden's lawyers walk him into that courthouse without knowing exactly what the constraints, what the limitations of that deal are. But then we start putting the pieces of the of the picture together. And then what happened? Oh, my goodness. Devin Archer, Hunter Biden's former business partner, testified before Congress. And what did we find out? Well, we found out, first of all, that Joe Biden had been lying to the American people this whole time. Joe Biden said he never talked business with Hunter Biden. First of all, I, I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. How many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. Do you stand by your statement that you did not discuss any of your son's overseas business Yes, I stand by that statement. No, I don't discuss business with my son. Have I never discussed a single thing with my son about anything having to do with Ukraine. No one has indicated I have. We've always kept everything separate. And I've never discussed what my son's business with him because I didn't want any conflict. I don't know what he was doing. I know he was on the board. I found out he was on the board after he was on the board. And that was it. My son's business dealings were not anything where everybody that he's talking about, not even remotely, number one, nothing to do with me. So that was a lie. And now, according to Devin Archer's testimony, we know that was a lie. No less than 20 times Joe Biden was on phone calls with Hunter. Oh, they tried to explain it away. Oh, no, no. You see, Hunter was just at dinner and his dad called. And, you know, what are you going to do? Not take the call from your dad? Well, maybe not. But do you put dad on speakerphone? No. Dad was put on speakerphone for a reason. And that reason was leverage. You see, Devin Archer uh, testified that Joe Biden was the brand. And in case you're wondering how this works, let me just lay it out to you. So Hunter Biden is in a business deal with, uh, I don't know, some Chinese businessmen. 
And they're questioning whether or not he really has access to the vice president of the United States. Oh, you don't believe me? Here, let me show you. Dial, dial, dial. Hey, Dad, it's me, Hunter. How are you? I'm with some friends here. Why don't you say hey to them? Speaker phone. Hey, guys, it's Joe Biden. How you doing? Oh, good, Vice President. How are you? Hunter Biden says, thanks, Dad, hangs up the phone, and now everybody is wildly impressed. Now do you want to do business with me? Hunter Biden asks. Of course they do. They now have direct access to the vice president of the United States. Joe Biden was the brand. And then you started hearing that, no, 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 uh, Joe Biden just sold the illusion of the brand. We found out that wasn't true either. Well, earlier this week, we just had to rely on the characterization from Republicans and Democrats about Devin Archer's testimony. But now we can see the full transcript. Uh, you'll recall that Democrat uh, Congressman Dan Goldman said that Archer testified that it was the illusion of access to Joe Biden that Hunter Biden was offering to these clients. But in fact, when you look at the transcript, what you see is that that phrase, illusion of access, is in Dan Goldman's question. Mm. It's actually not what Devin Archer testified to. He says, yes, but that's not quite fair. This was about showing that there was the signal that there's influence and, and access here. Well, earlier this week, we just had to rely on the characterization from... So now you're starting to get the picture? Joe Biden knew about Hunter Biden's business dealings. Joe Biden was actually involved in Hunter Biden's business dealings. And Joe Biden was the big guy. That also, according to Devin Archer. Remember, 10% for the big guy? The picture is really starting to get clearer now, isn't it? This is a crime family that we're talking about. It's not about somebody that had been in the Senate for umpteen years. It's not somebody that has sat in, in the uh, office of the vice presidency for eight years. This guy has been running a conglomerate of criminal activity. And his point man was Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden was the point man. Joe Biden was the bag man. So now the pieces of the puzzle are coming together. The plea deal that Hunter Biden was given by the Department of Justice that would have given him blanket immunity in perpetuity for crimes that he hasn't even been um, actually fully accused of yet, that should be telling that they knew that there was more to come. They knew there was something down the road that Hunter Biden was going to get trapped in. And that's why they had to try to sneak this by the judge. But she was too smart. She was too shrewd. She picked up on it. And she knew that there was something hinky about this plea deal. So she threw it out. And now they're going to have to come back and find another plea deal. And that is exactly what the media wants. The media wants Hunter Biden to get a plea deal. They don't want Hunter Biden to go to jail. But they do want Donald Trump to go to jail. You see the difference there? You see the, the unbelievable hypocrisy of the people in the mainstream media today? 
Here is a guy that has actually committed crimes. Here is a guy who has actually lied to the American people. Hunter Biden was involved in a business that could have given stealth technology to the Chinese. Blacklisted military, this is from Red State, blacklisted Chinese military manufacturer acquired U.S. stealth technology, CFIS approval, through a relationship with Hunter and Joe Biden. That was the product. Joe Biden was the product. Remember, if you're not buying the product and you're not selling the product, you are the product. Joe Biden wasn't buying anything. Joe Biden wasn't selling anything. Hunter Biden was selling Joe Biden. Joe is the product. All of this stuff happened. All of this stealth technology that is now in the hands of the Chinese Communist Party came about because Hunter sold access to Joe. And that's the way that Hunter got on the board at Burisma, by selling access to Joe Biden. In fact, the the folks at Burisma said, listen, uh, things are coming down pretty hot and heavy here. You've got to get over here and fire this prosecutor, Shokin. So they made a deal with Ukraine. And I think we all remember how that went. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had they were walking out to the press conference said, no, I said, I'm not going to we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. (laughs) I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. I think it was, what, six hours. I looked. I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a. (laughs) Got fired. Now, remember, this is the same group of people that impeached Donald Trump for calling Zelensky in Ukraine saying, hey, uh, we got a little uh, a whiff of some, uh, uh, some corruption going on over there. You guys might want to investigate. Oh, that was a violation of foreign policy, according to Lieutenant Colonel Vindman that we explained in a, in a previous podcast. But this is the way it works. You sell the access. That's what was happening. Hunter Biden is in this thing up to his neck. And so is Joe Biden. But the Democrat Party, the Department of Justice, the intelligence community, they cannot, they cannot allow Hunter Biden to be found guilty. In fact, they don't even want him to go to jail. That's why they're offering the plea deal. That's why they gave him the sweetheart diversion deal uh, for the gun charges. That's why they don't want an investigation. They know the truth. They don't need an investigation. They've already got the truth. They know who Hunter Biden is. They know what he is, and they know who he works with. And if the truth comes out officially, then those puzzle pieces all come crashing to the floor, every single one of them, and more and more people are going to fall. It could possibly go all the way up to the big boss himself, Barack Hussein Obama, who, by the way, was in on the blacklisted Chinese military deal um, uh, for stealth technology and CFIS approval because of the relationship with Joe Biden. Remember, Joe Biden said 
if you don't believe me, call my boss. Remember that? Yeah, all of these pieces coming together. That's why it is imperative that they stop Donald Trump. If he gets back in office, holy mackerel. Because remember, Donald Trump said, I am your retribution. If he gets back in office, these investigations are going to continue. And we will eventually find out the complete and total truth about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and the entire Biden family. And they cannot, they cannot allow that to happen. They just can't. That's why they had to do anything they could to steal the 2020 election. Yep, I said it. They stole it. And I've explained this many times on on the radio program, even if, and I don't believe it, but let's let's just say, even if every 81 million vote was legitimate for Joe Biden, they still cheated. They cheated by hiding the Hunter Biden laptop story. They cheated by 51 intelligence officials, including former, former CIA heads, signing a letter saying that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. They cheated. They cheated when they went to social media sites and told them to censor conservatives. They cheated. And the mainstream media was more than willing to go along with it every single step of the way. Yes, they cheated. Now we're finding out that more illegal votes were cast in Georgia than the actual difference in the election totals. We're talking tens of thousands of illegal votes in the state of Georgia. And we might be getting an indictment from Fulton County any day now. But if that happens, they're going to have to explain, I hope they will have to explain, exactly why those votes were still counted when obviously there was something wrong with them. When obviously they violated Georgia election law that stated you had to live in the county for 30 days before you could vote in that county. Well, a lot of people didn't do that. In fact, tens of thousands of people didn't do that. So the, t- the Secretary of State, Rapsenberger, and even probably uh, uh, Governor Kemp are going to have to get on the stand and testify why these votes were counted. I don't really think they want to do that. But since Trump called and said, hey, guys, uh, we hear there's a lot of uh, weird stuff going on in Georgia. You got it. You got to find I got to find me 20,000 more votes for that. They're trying to say it was election interference. Well, you and I both know the only election interference that happened in 2016. It wasn't Russian collusion. It was the media. It was the intelligence community. And it was the Clinton campaign. That was the only collusion in 2016. In 2020, it was the media, it was the intelligence community, and it was the social media sites. They colluded against Donald Trump. And now in 2024, it's the Department of Justice, the intelligence community, the Democrat Party, and the mainstream media all colluding against the Republicans to keep Donald Trump out of office. All the pieces aren't quite together yet, but I believe when that picture finally comes together, it's going to be a shift change in this country. I'm Charlie James. This is the Checkpoint Charlie podcast.